0: Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked on Devils podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Julia Kender, and I am here to bring you the latest and greatest in all things Devils news, opinion, and analytics. Don't forget, you can subscribe to Locked on Devils on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you receive your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. Okay, guys, so today is the first practice of new interim coach, Nazardine. Um, So that's pretty exciting. Um, I'm really interested to see what he's going to do. I'm really interested to see what's going to come of this, um, see how he's going to do... I'm just kind of interested. I'm very intrigued by this new coaching change and what's going to really happen. Um, so Nazruddin is quoted. Um, this is from Mike Moriali on Twitter. Um, he's quoted uh, yesterday. I believe it was yesterday saying, um, I think everyone in this room is disappointed. Everyone feels responsible. I think everyone in that room should should and can be better, and that was basically the message. Um, so that's, like, his message to the team when he was first um, brought on as interim coach. Um, as soon as the coaching change happened, like, he talked to the team, and that's what he talked about. Um, and I really 100% agree with that. This team can and should be better. Um, there's no excuses anymore. So, I'm excited to see what Nasruddin can bring out of them. I'm excited to see, um, just kind of what comes of this. Um, because not everybody's been living up to their full potential. P.K. Subban, for example, um, he's had, hold on, I believe it is, I wrote it down, um, 15 straight games that he's been pointless. Uh now PK Subban is a defensive player. Um however, him being def- he- him not producing offensively is rarer for him. Um so this is kind of a big deal. Um he's in a point drought. Um, and then on top of that, he hasn't been the best defensively. So he just hasn't been playing up to his potential. He has like he's just one person, one player, one example of how this team hasn't been playing up to the um, up to what they can be playing. If that makes sense, um, I think that. This coaching change is going to be good. Um, There's one quote I want to read to you from Andy Green. Um, Quote, John is a great coach and a great person. It wasn't his fault. It's on us. I don't know how much I agree with that quote. I don't know how much I agree with that. Um, He might be a great person. That's fine. He was not a great coach. Um... You can only do the same thing so many times and have it not work, you know? So, I don't know. I don't think he was a great coach. Um, I do think part of it falls on the team and the players. Um, Coaching changes happen because the team's not playing well. So, yeah, some of it falls on the players. But a lot of it falls on the coach and how the coach deals with losses, and how they come back from things, and if they can bounce back from things. Um, So, I don't know how much I agree with Andy Green's quote there. I like Andy Green. Uh, This quote just seemed a little, mm, I don't know, I didn't like it. Uh, That being said, players like Nico Heashier and Taylor Hall are basically all in on the coaching change. Um, they've been quoted saying that they're like ready for the change um, that they are like excited for the change so I think that that's really positive Um, I think overall um, the consensus in the room should be that they're excited for this um, because they have been so bad for so long that any changes should be welcome so I'm personally excited for this, and I'm ready for it. Um, again, I said this in my podcast yesterday. I'm not sure what type of coach Nazardine is. I don't know what, you know, what he's going to bring to the table, but I'm excited. I don't know if he's going to be a good coach or not. But right now, change is better than nothing. So I just have to keep that in my mind um, as we go into the Nazarreene period, um, the Nazarene era, if you will, and we'll just kind of see what happens. Um, okay, so other things I want to talk about um, is that the there's a game tomorrow and then there's a game Saturday. So I wanna talk about the game tomorrow a little bit, do a little preview today in today's podcast for it so that tomorrow's podcast can be a preview for Saturday's game. Um, So I'm gonna do that today. Um, A little update is Jack Hughes is on the ice and practicing. So that is really important, that's huge. Um, I don't know when he's going to be back. They didn't say that he'll be back in the lineup tomorrow. However, he's back and practicing. So that's really positive. Somebody else who is back in practice is Connor Carrick, um, who was out with that pinky injury where they almost, or they would have amputated it if he hadn't been an athlete. Um, So, all around, people are recovering, and this is really positive for the Devils team. So tomorrow, the Devils play the Chicago Blackhawks, um, and the Chicago Blackhawks are 27th in the league standings and New Jersey is 30th, so there's not too much of a difference there. Um, So that's something positive to look at going into this game. So I want to go into, um. so Patrick Kane leads the Blackhawks in goals, assists, and points. He has 14 goals, 19 assists, and 33 points in 27 games. He is also a minus one. Um, Kyle Palmieri leads goals for the Devils with ten goals in twenty-seven games. Taylor Hall leads assists with eighteen goals in twenty-seven games. He also leads points. Uh, he has four goals, eighteen assists, twenty-two points in twenty-seven games. Um, so now, so they ha- they haven't um, announced who's going to be in goal yet. So I'm just going to do an overall goaltending comparison. Um, then we'll get into stats, then we'll get into the last five game players, um, and then we'll get into who's going to miss tomorrow's game, as well as what we can expect from Coach Nazardine. So, goaltending comparison. Corey Crawford is the starting goaltender, sorry, I couldn't remember the word starting goaltender, um... He's a starting goaltender for the Hawks. Uh, Robin Leonard's the backup. So Corey Crawford's record is 5-7-2. His goals against average is 3.04. His save percentage is 0.909. Robin Leonard is 5-5-3. Goals against average 2.69. Save percentage 0.929. So, in comparison to Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, whose record is 8, 8, and 3, his goals against average is 3.17. His save percentage is 0.896. And then Domingue is 1, 2, and 0. Goals against average has gone up. It is 3.47. And his save percentage has gone down with 0.870. So... They're all, like, similar. Uh, Robin Leonard has the lowest goals against average out of all of them um, with 2.69. The next is Corey Crawford with 3.04. And then Mackenzie Black with 3.17. However, the lowest save percentage, or the highest save percentage, my bad, um, is also on the... um, Hawks, I'm so sorry. Uh, with point nine zero nine for Corey Crawford and point nine two nine with Robin Leonard. Uh both Mackenzie Blackwood and Louis Domingue have their save percentage in the high point eights. So goaltending might make the difference tomorrow. Um the players are good on both teams. Um but I think goaltending is going to be a really good matchup. Um, I'm not sure exactly what like predictions I have to make, but I think the goaltending matchup is going to be really interesting. Um, and I think that it's going to be up to the goaltenders to keep the teams in the game because I feel like it's going to be a fast-paced, even kind of game. Um, just because of where they are in the st- like where both teams are in the standings. Um, they both have star players out right now. Um, so I think it's going to be kind of up to the goaltending. Um, so let me just talk about that. So of the um, star players out right now. Right now, Dylan Strome for the Chicago Blackhawks is traveling with the team. However, he does have a concussion um. So he's he might uh, play tomorrow. He might not. He hasn't been cleared yet, but he is traveling with the team. So that's important to note. Um, as far as the Devils, as I mentioned earlier, Jack Hughes is practicing with the team. However, he might not be in the lineup yet. Um, I think they want to be cautious with Jack Hughes since this is like his first NHL injury. And they don't want to rush him back in too soon. Um, so I totally, totally get that. Um, so I think that that's the deal with Jack Hughes. They haven't announced if he is going to be back in the lineup yet either. So two star players are out for both teams. Uh, both players produce well. Both players are on high lines. Um, so it's going to be a little different. Um, and yeah <laughs> so when you take a look at stats um, both teams are very similar so the Hawks are 27th in the league on their power play the Devils are 28th the Hawks are 19th in the league on their penalty kill the Devils are 24th Face off 23rd for the Hawks and 28th for the Devils um so it's just things like that w- that like make it feel like it's going to be such an even matchup. So let's talk about the power play here. Um the stat percentage is 13.4 for the Hawks who are 27th in the league and then the percentage for the Devils is 13.1 which is 28th in the league. So it's very similar and very close to each other. Um, I think they're both having similar issues on their power play, uh, of not being able to like get in the zone, not being able to produce much. Um, so I don't think special teams are going to factor in too much tomorrow because they're both struggling on the same front. Um, obviously, the penalty kill for the Hawks is better than the Devils, um, only by a few points, like only a few, like, so the Hawks 79.8 and the Devils is 76.1%. So that's not even that much of a difference. I don't think special teams are going to factor too much into the game tomorrow. I think they will play a role in the game, but I'm not sure they're gonna really make too much of a difference. Like the goaltending is similar and f- not similar at the same time. So I think that that is going to be an even matchup and I think it's going to really make a difference. The special teams are just too similar. They're both having similar problems with their special teams. Um, um, I know there have been coaching changes for the Devils, but I'm not expecting things to change overnight. Um, so I don't expect the special teams to really um, really change right away. I think Nazardi needs to get his feet under him as their interim head coach in order to make changes. So I think that this first back-to-back is going to be a big um, kind of test for him, but also a way for him to kind of see where they're at, see what he can do. Um, and see how willing the players are to this change Um, so I think that that's going to be really important on both fronts for the coaching staff as well as for the players Um, so that's going to be interesting to see so now I want to get into the last five game players um, like players to watch players to keep an eye on, whatever you want to call them. Um, So Patrick Kane has three goals. Uh, Nico Heischer has two. This is all within the last five games. Um, Eric Gustafson has two assists. Nikita Gusev has four. Patrick Kane has four points. Blake Coleman has five. Zach Smith is a plus one, and Matt Tennyson is a plus three. So on all fronts, except for the goal scoring, which is only a differential of one, the Devils lead in the last five games um, in comparison to the Hawks. So that's important to note because maybe they are producing more than the Hawks right now. Um, The Hawks are obviously in a higher standing um, and they seem to be leading in everything else, but... In the last five games, the Devils have better, uh, not stats, but better uh, production. That's the word I was looking for, production. Um, So I think that that's going to be important to note because the Devils seem like they're this really helpless cause of a team. They've lost terribly the last two games. But, or, sorry, I forgot about the Golden Knights game. They lost terribly terribly in the last, in two of the last three games. There we go. Um, But they played better against the Golden Knights, and that was after they learned that there was going to be a coaching change. Um, That was before Nasruddin had any practices under his belt, and they still played better overall than they had in the New Jersey Rangers. Ooh, the New York Rangers, or the um, Buffalo Sabres game. Um, So, I don't know. I think something has to be said for that. I think something has to be said with even two of the last five games, they lost, like, really badly. They're still producing and putting up more than the Hawks are. So, there is a tweet from Amanda Stein. Um that I just wanted to read to you because I think it's pretty important. Uh, And I really like the tweet. (laughs) Um, I really like the contents of the tweet. So she said, There's a certain upbeat, high-flying tempo to this New Jersey Devils practice today. Naz is very vocal. As is Horacek, players seem to be responding well. That's huge. (laughs) To put it simply, like that's really good um Nazardine being vocal great Horacek his assistant or yeah his new assistant um also being vocal and contributing and kind of helping Naz and them kind of I don't know what I'm getting from this at least is that they're kind of like working together wow that's amazing that's a concept right um And the players seem to be responding well. That's huge. Um, The players could completely fight this change if they wanted to. But I don't think they do. I don't think they want to combat this change in their system. Uh, I think they want to be winning for the fans and themselves just as much as we want them to be winning. I think that this is just a good step forward for the Devils and I think that this is going to be a good start to a new beginning for them. I don't see why it wouldn't be. I don't see why a positive start is a bad thing uh, whatsoever. So I don't know. I'm really excited, and I'm. I want to know what you guys are thinking. What are you guys thinking about this coaching change? What are you guys thinking about, I don't know, um, Amanda Stein's tweet and how the team's responding to the coaching change? Um, If there are tweets or quotes or anything that you guys want me to see, hit me up, show me, send them to me on Twitter. Um, I want to know what you guys are thinking and get your guys' take on the whole coaching change because this is a big change for us. Um, This is a big change, and it's going to really make a difference, hopefully. Um, I don't know too much about Naz. Don't know if he's going to be the difference maker or if the change itself will be the difference maker, and then a new coach can come in and really take take this team by the reins and do something with it. But maybe Naz is going to be that person. Maybe Naz is going to be able to take this team and – make them better and do something with them so I think it's all um not relative but it's all like a matter of like what's what's gonna happen who's gonna be the one to to make it happen and I think that this change is just the beginning so I'm really excited I want to know your thoughts Um, what are you guys thinking about the change about naz um yeah that is about it for me today guys i really hope you enjoyed this one and again let me know what you guys think you can tweet me at jk underscore kender on twitter as well as locked on devils on twitter as well all right i will talk to you guys tomorrow and go devils